2: Welcome to the Heat Beat Post Game Show. I'm your host, Carlo Navas. And with me today is not producer and co-founder Brian Goiz. I don't even know where he is. He was supposed to be on. He's not here. sure he'll, he'll join us eventually. But instead, we have our trash tweeter, Jack Alfonso.
1: Get those brooms out.
2: Let's go, baby. And also, we're welcoming to the program again, our Photoshop professional anime lover, Brass Jazz.
3: What's up, everybody? It's been a minute, Brass. It's been a many minutes. These daytime games have killed scheduling for you. Listen, man, a couple kids in the middle of a worldwide pandemic, and like, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's hard. hard to it's hard to uh, do a post game show <laughs> at like three o'clock in the afternoon. You have two kids hanging off your sides, you know, to try to record. It's it's tough. It's crazy. And then I, then I boy, you expect me to come here and then like look after you?
2: Yeah, exactly. You know, it's a lot it's of work. Oh, look who's joining us right now is producer and co-founder Brian Goins. Right at the start of the show brian's probably not even brian's beautiful brian's brian will join us eventually he's there he'll he'll, he'll eventually he'll eventually get to talking so that he's already, the Pacers. Brian's already Let's fucking go. up the show he's already fucking up the show he's already fucking up the show we were we were doing good before now brian's producer co-founder welcome did we win yeah we went we did win we uh we swept the brooms are out uh my favorite part is tj warren going back to the locker room not saying shit not shaking hands as Jimmy Butler is greeting future teammate Victor Oladipo. Everyone's like, good games, good games all around, everything, blah, blah, blah. And uh, TJ Warren's ass heads right back to the locker room, doesn't want any of this slander. Love it. None. Kendrick. It was great to kick his ass, like specifically TJ Warren's ass. Like It was fun. Like He was sad. He walked to the, he walked to the locker room. Everyone's like, you know what? They're the better team. TJ Warren wanted none of that. He's like, I mean, this is, this
3: is like how supervillains were born, except he doesn't have any of the tools to be a supervillain.
2: He has those superpowers. He has a superpower of being a very average NBA player. That's Correct. a superpower. That's
1: right. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the thing about this whole like rivalry um, between Butler and Warren. Yeah, I can't really um, hate TJ Warren because he was just never a threat. He's what not was worth cool it. What was cool to see was just to see Butler hound a guy for four straight games and just just swallow them up. Just swallow the whole team up, really.
2: Middleton, like, you're next. Oh boy, Maybe. Chris Middleton, you're next. Look, like you know, so they win this series. I, I mean, I, we. I, I think I said Heat and five. Brian said Heat and four. A lot of us were like Heat and five, Heat and four. Like n- nothing. Brian's like, I will take a job.
4: When we do our Bucks predictions,
2: Yeah, do our Bucks. So next, next show, by the way, we're going to do an in-depth uh, preview uh, to what we presume will be a Bucks Heat series, as uh, even though we wanted Orlando. Uh, you know, and like, so, so they win this series, the games are kind of close, but not really close. There's those kind of fake close games that like, I I don't know. Did you guys ever think that they were going to lose any of those games? Even if Indiana was kind of making a comeback, just game three, I, I didn't think they were going to lose game three.
4: Cause we got so cold towards the end of that game. Oh my
2: God. Well, I, after that first half of shooting,
3: all those threes, I, I knew it was going to it was just going to be tough that second half, but I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want people <laughs> to take out my tweets afterwards.
2: We know, we you know how this
4: team works. That you said we we're going to go up by 20.
2: I did. I, so I tweeted that game. I tweeted that game. I go, mark my words. We're going to, the heat are going to get the 20 point lead back. And Brian just deletes by tweet. He's like,
0: don't say that shit on the main account. Yeah, man. Don't say that
4: shit. Do you not remember game two to 2011? Do you finals?
2: not remember Paul Millsap? You can't
1: be tweeting that out of the account.
2: That was Brian. So I, was the,
1: I was never super worried about. I know hindsight's twenty twenty, but even at the time, like there were times that I was worried that the Heat were going to give up a lead, but always that they were just going to give up a lead. Never that the Pacers would be coming like charging back. Like this Heat team's relentless. They're I thought good, maybe man. they would lose this game today. We were talking about it earlier. I thought maybe oh, it looked bad. Go easy on the Pacers and. You know, look ahead to the Bucks, but like, no, they're relentless. They're like nothing if not consistent.
3: I like the I know f- in the
1: regular season, you like they've dropped a bunch of games where they've had big halftime leads, but like, I don't know. In this Pacers series, they're they're going yeah, at
3: it. I I like the fact that that the games were close at close at moments because I mean, they were really able to you know put their foot on the gas. Um, and I I just think they were just kind of bored. A lot of it, um, because the Pacers they I'm, they're just not that they're not that much of a challenge. But, um, I mean, they had a lot of... I, I, I'm, I'm excited about the next round. I, I, I think... I'm pumped for the playoffs to actually start. Yeah, right. I, was a good, <laughs> it was a good primer, though. But none of those games were really... Cl- I mean, the, the box score watchers will look at it, you know, though. It, it was... It, Did that feel like a playoff basketball to
2: you, like, at any point?
4: Yeah. I think game three. It was
1: playoff moments
2: three yeah. was Game yeah.
4: four towards the end, I mean, I guess when...
2: Dude, when, I had my Jimmy Dragic, Butler...
4: Before we had like that three rebound possession or four rebound possession, and Tyler hit that shot, maybe that was like,
3: I am, it was. I am really confused as to why Jimmy Butler played any of the second half. I didn't think though. he needed to. Like maybe they felt, and maybe he insisted. I don't know. I man, mean, you're talking hindsight on that one too. Like it's, woo. man, if something happened to Jimmy,
2: shit, man, that, that would just shoulder be. Shoulder
4: strain? I mean, he clearly didn't
2: want to shoot. I mean, like he clearly did not want to put his hands over his head. He
4: still dunked.
2: He still dunk. He, did. he Had some good passes, taking the ball off the dribble. Yeah, I got a, I got a
3: little concerned when uh, when Bam took an extra second to get up after he. Oh, went me too, for dude. I was like, no board. I was like, no more. We we can't
2: like.
3: Tsk. Yeah. Orlando like, better
2: win an extra game or something. I was like, <laughs> all right, Come
3: on. Like, oh, At that, I'm like Chris Silva. Me man, let's go. Chris <laughs> Silva. I
4: have I have some recovery from shoulder sprain. Google search. Uh-huh.
2: What you got, Brian? What you got?
4: For a mild to moderate shoulder sprain or strain, you may be able to return to your normal activities within one to two weeks.
2: Okay, but they're NBA players that are going to play through the pain. So, if one to two weeks, yeah, but for, Jimmy, for a guy like Jimmy, six to eight
3: minutes. Exactly. It's just, yeah. what Wolverine
4: is the fastest right way to heal a sprained shoulder? Culture. I mean, on- <laughs> rest your shoulder so it can heal. No, they didn't do that. That too. didn't
2: happen. <laughs>
1: Avoid you moving WebMD? your
4: shoulder as your injury heals. He didn't do that either.
2: He kind of did, kind of did.
4: Apply your apply ice on your shoulder for. He two, did that. Minutes. Yeah, he did that too. He did that like, they did every, that on every the bench. two hours or as directed. So he's not sleeping tonight.
3: Did you hack into some like Miami Heat medical staff thing here? That it's just WebMD. Is it Compress Jay Sable? Compress your shoulder.
4: Oh, yeah, they did that too. Okay, so they did like.
1: Okay, two- look at
2: that. He, he Jay okay. Sable's following protocol here.
1: Okay. I bet they looked it up too when <laughs> when they went, <laughs> <with it>. <laughs> <laughs> the went down. I don't know what happened. Tapping
2: Google. Yeah, shoot around. They saw him like grab his shoulder and they're like, quick to the computer. (laughs) Google. Uh, Okay, Brian. So, uh, by the way, your prediction of Kendrick not playing a single playoff minute became wrong uh, four games in.
4: I wasn't anticipating Jimmy getting hurt.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Jimmy got hurt. Kendrick looked good. I got to be honest with you. Like, I've given Kendrick a lot of shit this year. Uh, He looked great. What was
4: his box score?
2: Spark plug. His, His box score was helped the team a lot when they looked bad.
4: Did he score a single point in the
2: second half? Uh, I don't know.
3: No, yeah, I think he had, he, more, he had more smiles than uh, the last of his like ten games combined. Though he looks
2: so happy. Everyone was happy he for was him. Happy.
3: Yeah, that that made me happy. I'm I'm happy to see that man. I'm happy that he's happy. I That's don't good. know and how much I think, I think it. I mean, listen to to play like that. Um, to play well, to play competitive, you know, for the first few shots to go down in a game like this, where you know you're, you know, this is his first, first minutes in a playoff game. Right? And that's totally true. And, and, <laughs> and, totally and true. Yet, yet it's part of a sweep in the first round. I mean, come on, that's great. That's actually, I was hoping he was going to get some minutes tonight for sure. I, you yeah. know, because you got to get the next series is going to be, well, it's either going to be easier or it's going to be
2: tougher. I can't tell. I mean, Nikias doesn't feel like he'll be able to play a lot. And it's going to be tough because like Derek hasn't looked good this series. And I don't know if he can't play if, Derek. I don't know if you're going to be able to play Derek. I don't think you can play Bucks. Derek against the Bucks. No, no I know, but not I a mean, minute. But
3: Kendrick, you know, you're going to. It's nice to know that you can. Uh, you'll feel better about some spot minutes after this because a lot of it is just it's confidence building, and I think this did that.
2: Derek played seven minutes today and just didn't look good for any of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I still don't think none should be heavily in the rotation, but I think Nika- that got kind of said it. Um, it's so nice to have like Butler go out. And you're not even that worried about the Heat not being able to pick up the slack. Like the team holds together, it doesn't fall apart. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. obviously, Butler is essential for the team, but like it's nice that they still have that competence. You have like Goran Dragic who can steer the ship. And then you have like none you can throw in. You can just be like, oh, we have 15 points a game, like just off the bench. That's fine.
3: Yeah. Cause you got, you got, defend, you got defenders, but, but none, but none when he has a, you know, a, a strong knight. I mean, he's going to he's going to put up points, man. You know, it's nice to have a guy come off uh, and actually be an offensive threat. Whereas in the past, you know, we're just we want a guy to come off and come off the bench and and just defend. But this you know, team is good this team front.
2: is kind of weird. It's like they're they're so damn deep. They have so many guys that can do so many things. I mean, none is the guy that can create off the dribble, shoot, pull ups, do a bunch of stuff. and can't find his way into a rotation. Part of that was the shots were dropping and the defense wasn't very good today. Defensively, he looked awesome. It was a fucking dog. Defended Malcolm Brogdon as well as anybody has a series uh, for a couple of big possessions. So
4: I just think Brogdon was confused because he's never <laughs> had someone that my- wasn't white cover him. Like Malcolm's like, <laughs> wow. well, they, they don't have only there. white point guards. I'm
2: going there. <laughs> milk in their veins. Tyler had milk in his veins today. Dude, so that that fucking Tyler scoop is layup so good. on Turner was so nice. Insane, dude. What the, where the fuck did
3: this come from? He wasn't doing this before the bubble. What the fuck? No, and also when he got to the bubble, he wasn't doing this either.
2: He looked like shit the first game. We were talking like, oh, I don't
3: know, man. It's looking dicey. But, I mean, he the confidence that kid's playing with, it's it's insane, man. It's smooth. I, I, Did he steal Duncan's
2: confidence?
1: I don't want to talk no, about No, Duncan's that. fine. I, I'm actually, like, kind of glad he had this night because it just means, like, I, I feel like anytime he has a night like this, which is completely rare, like he never has nights like this. I feel like anytime he has a night like this, he just comes out with a flamethrower, like the next game. Like his last bad game in the series, the next game, what do you hit? Like three straight threes? Just Bro, you right fucking like six
4: straight threes.
2: You know what it is? So like today, like I think when he plays a little rushed, it looks bad. And I think today the Pacers made him, early on they were defending him really well. The guy was attached to his hip coming around the screen and he felt rushed. And it was the second three pointer that he almost got it blocked from behind or whatever. And you could tell that he felt the guy behind him. And he's just, he's a guy that needs to get his feet set when he's coming to shoot. He's not like a Lou Williams, like Dion waiters. that could just like throw up kind of nonsense, right? Like he's a very mechanical kind of clay Thompson shooter that, you know, if he's playing a little rush, it's not very good. So I'm not, I'm not too concerned. I mean, He got all the looks he wanted. He just needs to play a little slower.
3: That's all right, man, because next game he'll bounce back and he'll come out shooting. I mean, I did see him. I don't know if it was a mental thing tonight or not. I definitely saw him hesitate a little more than usual, which I thought was a little odd. That one
2: on the top of the key where he he caught it wide ass open and kind of took a second. Mm -hmm. Weird. Yeah, Yeah, not like him. I'm just like, come on, Duncan, you're the best shooter on planet Earth. Let that rip. Let it. Let's go. That's all right, though. No no reason. I mean, he'll be fine. Like, I'm I'm like I'm not concerned about that. I'm like mildly concerned about Jimmy's shoulder, but like he's so fucking tough that you know, and I don't know. It's Knowing just not, him
4: will probably shoot better.
2: <laughs> well, it's yeah. just not the wrist, you know, the wrist the wrist is what scares me. Um And you also we talk, have
3: some rest before but between now and the next game, too. What is it, uh, Friday? Is that the so pro so let's the so the Raptors
2: yet? and the Celtics tip off on Thursday. So Milwaukee, so we're think maybe even Saturday, right? Because the Bucks will play, what's today, Monday, Wednesday. Yeah, maybe Friday if, if the Bucs win. So they'll have a couple yeah, which days. Which means in.
4: the Bucs only have one day off.
2: Yeah, the Bucks are only going to have one day off. The Heat are going to have enough. And that's good for Goran, too, man. I mean, like, I think the rest before the playoffs really helped Goran a lot. Like, just keep these guys fresh, man. Goran played a lot of minutes this series, even if it was just four games. Yeah, so,
1: but again, I think the, like, lack of travel, I think that does allow you to kind of push guys harder than you would under normal circumstances. I'm glad Goron's going to have the rest, but I do think, like, if it was a normal playoff series where they were traveling back and forth from Indy, like, and they just came off, like, a regular season where they were traveling all around the country, like,
2: yeah,
1: that would be a little different than, like, he might play, like, three, three five less minutes a game.
2: This certainly helps older guys you know kind of get their body right and stuff the other thing it's like this team was such a shitty home like road team that they don't have to deal with that and like it's gonna help them in the long run At first i was wondering if it was gonna hurt them because they're such a good home team and they're not gonna have that i mean i think part of the reason why they're looking so good it's they don't gotta fucking play a road game they were really bad on the road and it's like i mean going into Indy's is a hard place to win i mean we give them a lot of shit but like you know, it's a place that they've historically struggled. Going into Milwaukee would have been tough. I mean, now you throw all that shit out the window, right? And You're playing in a neutral site. Nothing's bothering you. They have so many shooters. And I think that this environment is really conducive to that. They fucking look good, man. They look good. I mean, they get to the conference finals. And I don't think too many people will be that shocked. Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are back in the NFL. Watch NFL TV. You can stream every live out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite device. Plus, Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels never miss your favorite teams and favorite players. No matter where you live, NFL TV is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. From tight muscles, tight workouts, signs of aging, to simply making it through each busy day, everyone understands what it feels like to be tense and sore. So everyone can benefit from TheraOne CBD products. Started by Dr. Jason Worslin, TheraBody exists to provide you with the best scientifically validated natural solutions to help soothe your body and relax your mind. It started with a revolutionary TheraGun percussive therapy device when Dr. Jason saw the benefits of using CBD in the treatments. He created Therone to bring you CBD products done right. A lot of CBD products claim organic but can contain up to 30% filler and these fillers are potentially toxic. Therone tests their products 4 times before they get it to you. Every product is USDA certified organic, grown in the US, and their CBD extracts are the highest quality available anywhere. Use TheraOne's warming lotion in your morning routine, the cooling lotion or massage oil to recover, body balm for targeted relief, and sleep tincture to drift into a deep night's sleep. And now through Labor Day, Monday, September 17th, TheraOne is offering our listeners a buy one, get one free for all TheraOne products. But you've got to go to TheraGun.com/bluewire. If you don't love what you get from TheraOne, then send it back for a full refund within 30 days. This is not something thera1 is likely to do again buy one get one free at theragun.com slash blue wire but only until labor day go right now to theragun.com slash blue no. yeah
1: i i had a question um are you more confident about this heat series versus the bucks or the raptors series back in 16 like when they beat the Hornets and they were going to play the Raptors. Oh,
2: I was I was so sure that the Heat were going to beat the Raptors that series.
3: I was so no, sure. You I didn't mean, like I'm not. the Raptors back huh? then. You didn't like the Raptors back then.
2: I, <laughs> I did. I did I like Kyle Lowry.
3: No, you didn't. I like no. the you Raptors. You stole Jack. I like Kyle Lowry, Jack, but Jack was the Raptors fan. I was. Around. Yeah. Uh, but he's not, not before he's, you
1: stole my bit. He's not I didn't an annoying asshole bit.
2: about it like you are. But, you know, <laughs> did you see but, what happened on Twitter today? So uh, so I, I, t- I kind of talked on Twitter today, like, you know, today's going to be the first day that the first playoff series that they win in my lifetime without Dwayne Wade. You know, like I've never seen them like do successful things in a basketball court like in the playoffs without Dwayne. And I was like, it's a bit it's a bit weird that he's not a part of this. Uh, And I said that Dwayne's the most important and most transformative sports figure of my life. And then somebody goes, bro, that's Kyle Lowry. (laughs) Bro, I was dying. That shit was so funny. I was dying. Like, leave me alone, man. I love Dwayne.
4: So Jay Crowder says that his ankle is as big as a golf ball. Oh, boy. What happened? What the fuck? What the hell? He said he could also use recovery time.
2: (laughs) Yo, Orlando. Yo, if Vucevic is about the culture, they're going to win another game. Yeah, we're going to be rooting hard for Orlando. Huh? Yeah. Yo, I'm going to for be sure. fucking glued to that Orlando game. We're wearing a Magic jersey.
3: Let's go Terrence Ross. Yeah, but I don't want him to win too much. I'm a little more concerned about an Orlando matchup.
2: <laughs> Me too. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see Boots and Evan I mean, We The listeners think we're kidding. We're not. That's no, shit's they scary.
1: They know. They've seen the Heat team play the, the Magic. They know.
2: The Magic are like... 10 and yeah, 2 against the Heat since LeBron left, or something crazy. It's like, it's like a crazy winning percentage.
4: What year did LeBron leave?
2: 2014. Wow, it's been that long. It's more than 10 and 2, then. Yeah, check, check that, Brian, because it, it's something ridiculous. It's something really weird.
4: Magic record versus Heat. Uh,
2: this is a segment we like to call our producer Googles. Yeah. So, something, something we talked a little bit pregame is 11
4: and 17.
2: Dude, that's not good. I mean, that Orlando team's been lottery bound for much of that. Yikes. And the
4: Heat won three games this year out of them. So, like, really... <laughs> yeah,
2: they're better. This year. <laughs> really, <laughs> Jimmy put an end to that shit. He's like, nah, not on my watch. I'll tell you, dude, we fear Evan Fournier for a fucking reason. Nick Vucevic, Evan Fournier, that shit's scary. DJ Augustine... So, we talked a little bit before. Like, I'm, I was somebody who was not, like, 100% sold on the C team. Right? So... I know Jack said, you said in our group chat, this is like one of your top five favorite teams of all time, right?
1: That's not what I said, but yeah, I guess by consequence it is. It, it is my favorite Heat team that is not a big three Heat team and not 2006.
2: Okay, so yeah, that's,
1: that's, a, that's a lot of qualifiers, but yeah.
2: No, I mean, yeah. no, it's just my you favorite like it a lot.
1: 2013. You like it a lot, yeah. I like it more than the 2016 16 team, which is like a debate we've had before. Which is why I said it, like so, just pushed it over the top for me.
2: I've struggled a lot with like how I feel about this specific group because like they're really good, but I just it was a lot of new faces. I really loved Justice, and he was gone, and I really loved Josh, and I got really attached to that group. And it's funny, like you get attached to a mediocre group, but I, I think kind of to be like a little self-involved, like you know, Brian and I have been doing Heatbeat since uh, that game one win, the key Pacers Eastern Conference Finals. LeBron hits the buzzer-beater over the Pacers. That was our first ever pod. And for like the next two years, it was just Brian and I figuring out like how to do this. It wasn't until like the Josh and Justice years that we like really had a podcast that Jack came on, that like other people, Alf, Leif, you know, everyone started to join after that. So like we got really attached to like that group and then Hassan and Josh and Justice like that was like... Those were our guys. So like it was a little weird watching them not be on the team anymore, covering a team without them. My first year in the locker room was like talking to Josh, like interviewing, you know, Justice and Josh and all that. Like that's that meant a lot to me. So like this this group was a little weird. It was a lot of really new faces. And uh, you know, I was telling the guys, like, I'm like, I'm I'm falling for this team. Like, I'm here now. Like I I love the way they play offense. Like they're not a gritty defensive grinded out heat team like that's even though that's the miami heat culture identity it's not who they are they're a fucking powerhouse offense that's gonna shoot a shit ton of threes it's gonna run around they never stop moving there's so much motion Eric Spoelstra's is a genius they're screening like it, it's constant motion and I, I fucking love it and i'm here
3: we've been saying all year that they're on house money really and uh and i think to me what's most exciting about this team. Coming off, you know, years ago with the big three, everyone, uh, everyone in the country was like, "Well, yeah, you're supposed to win. Look at your fucking team. Look at the players you have. This, this team, this year. Uh, the, the what the highest drafted player on the entire team is Iguodala, who went ninth in the first round. Everyone else is that, or is is after that, or just undrafted. And so it's like a super." It's a super gritty, excited. It's a cool mix of like really young guys who just are just playing out of their minds. You know, I mean, like Tyler Hero. I mean, the, guy, the confidence is just crazy Dude, on that guy. But then awesome. you have a great mix. You have a good mix of veterans too in there. Iguodala has been playing really well in the playoffs. He's been He's playing been awesome the majority of the fourth uh, the fourth quarter. I mean, I'm, I've been really, really happy with what he has brought to this team. A lot.
1: Yeah, he has been Andre Iguodala, which is, I mean, what you want from a new. <laughs> You, you ha- well, you hadn't seen him in, like, a year.
4: Great analysis. He, he's
1: getting up there in age. But, like, <laughs> he's so consistently – Andre Iguodala, which is, like, just one of the most unique – What, what but, does like, that mean? awesome, perfect basketball players. He's Andre Iguodala. He's, like, an incredibly smart player. Like, Who is he? He's not, like, the athlete that he was <laughs> in Philly, but, like, he's this, like, hound of a defender. Like, just – you feel him when he's on the court. And then he, like, makes the occasional, like, perfectly timed three. Like, he's not a three-point shooter – but like he's made several shots in this series where you're like, "Wow, they really needed it—a three right there," and like he just pulled it out of his ass. It's great. He's yeah. an incredible player, and I'm so glad he's on this team. Miami hey, look- won the trade.
2: Oh <laughs> shit, Jack! Let's <laughs> let me like that's something that we as like a like a podcast have had to eat. I don't know where Brass stood on the trade. I know that you were probably more... You were not as far you justice me. as we I don't were.
3: really take sides unless I'm in the chat. Huh? I don't, I don't really take sides publicly unless I'm in the chat. <laughs> I like I mean, the all line. I know is that
4: Brass, every time I mentioned that, that the justice trade was good for the Heat, he always gives me a thumbs down on the DMs.
3: I mean, I just get... The thumbs I, down
1: I, still, but like...
3: For sure, I will always <laughs> give you a thumbs down on that. Um, oh, you wrong. No, I... I I think for I think for this season, um, if they if they would have done anything less than a first round sweep, I would I would really question it. I mean, it's it's it has worked out really well, really well for, for this. I mean, I I still think that Justice has a future as he still has the potential to be a really good player. I don't necessarily think that his you know his injury issues are going to be are going to plague him forever. But they might, and that's totally fair to say. But you know, I'm still going to be rooting for him. He's really good. Let's not forget, he was Lifer. really, really when he when he was here and healthy, he was playing really well. Game one when of they, game two of the season the against the Bucks. But about that action, but, as it stands, enough enough about like the justice standing and shit like that. Um, but as this, it, the way this team is currently constructed, yeah, that that trade was a was a good trade for the season, and hopefully. Jay- Hopefully it carries, you know, forward to, to the future seasons.
2: Jay Crowder's been awesome. Andre has been obviously as advertised. I mean, Jay Crowder has like really broken all expectations over here. Uh, oh, especially. So don't with forget me. Solomon Hill, man. And I was about to say, our homie Solomon Hill came in the deal. A guy that, I mean, to be honest with you, I was kind of hoping he'd get some minutes today. <laughs> <laughs> because when Jimmy was out, I was like, are we gonna see are we can see Solomon? Are we gonna see some Solomon? Got Kendrick done instead. Hopefully, hopefully we we get some Solomon Hill minutes.
1: Uh so don't worry. You know, guys, well, especially if Jay's ankle is like a golf. What was it? Like a baseball or a golf size ball? Size like of a golf
4: ball. I don't know what that really golf means. Golf balls size are small, ball. though. Wait, it
1: seems like an are, size. Ankles are normally bigger than golf balls. Yeah. yeah so, so, that's what so, Barry tweeted. So, Did his ankle shrink?
4: Barry tweets.
2: I'm confused. Do you think Jay meant baseball? Maybe
1: that's the problem. His ankle is too small. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit.
2: That's,
1: that's, that's yeah, dangerous.
3: Really that could be a liability.
4: Man. I'm looking up ankle size of golf ball on Google. No, I mean,
1: I get what he said. He has a lump in his ankle the size of a golf ball. The resulting golf
4: ball to baseball size swelling and severe swelling are well known to most, especially athletes. Ah. also this is a thing.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) That's going to be the day he beat MD.
4: (laughs) This individual exhibits a moderate golf ball-like swelling on the outside of his ankle, and there is some bruising that is noted around (laughs) the ankle.
2: Oh my There's god.
4: Too. Ooh, they don't oh look
2: it. at that. Brian's a doctor now. Brian's a capologist and a doctor. Where does he not where oh, does he know God? End?
4: Oh yeah, that that's not good, guys.
2: No. Ooh. Oh. It'll be <laughs> fine. That's that's fine. That's why Nick Vucevic has to win. You know, it's
4: very, bl- it's very blue.
2: Early in the season, you know, we kind of talked about like expectations where we wanted the team to end up. And even though like I think we all kind of disagreed on how good the team was, I think we all kind of agreed like. Second round is like where they gotta be, and now they're now they're fucking here. They made it. Like we're here. This is second round. Like they're they're waiting for their opponent, right? So they're they're easily through. They took care of business. They dominated Indy, and now they're waiting for the Bucks or the Magic, probably the Bucks. Um, I already think the season's a success, and if they lose, like I think minimum. And again, we're gonna get into. it. We have a whole big podcast plan for preview against the Bucks uh, tomorrow. So you know, stay tuned for that on the feed. But like, you know, if if I expect them fully to either win or give the Bucks a hell of a fucking series, and anything less than that is a disappointment to me. Even though they made the goal that I think that they should have had.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you can talk in, um, or I don't know if I want to talk in terms of like success or failure. Like I like this team and I think they have a bright future. Um, I've enjoyed them enough this season, but I do, I would like. To- to see them take at least a game from the Bucks, that's like if you're going to put the line somewhere for if two. it's
2: a game, if they only take one, it better be Game One.
1: That's all I'm saying. If the imagine take a game like from them, we can take here, a game from them. Then getting blown out like subsequent yeah. games.
3: I think they're going to take more than one game. Yeah, like I these, don't see. I don't. The Heat are there. That's going to be a good series. I, I. don't think it's going to be. I don't think there's going to be any blowouts.
2: I, I mean, I agree. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be a tough and like. You know, that's big, man. That's, that's a fucking huge win for the franchise. It's a huge win for SPO, you know, to win a playoff series. And I know, like, we always talk about the Heat are, are, are a franchise that's about winning, that they're a franchise that, you know, plays for titles, plays for banners, plays for gold and confetti. Winning a fucking playoff series is a big deal. And winning a playoff series with a young team is a really big deal. And the first year of your big max free agent signing, you're ahead of schedule. We've talked ad nauseum that they're a team that's, you know, they're not, this is not their final form. You know, they're still waiting on another guy, another max all-star type guy. And the fact that they're in the second round, they're one of the last eight teams standing with the legitimate shot to be final four. That's huge. And that's huge for the franchise. That's huge for Coach Spo. that gets a lot of shit on Twitter that he only won with LeBron and only won with D-Wade. Doing it with other people.
4: Did you guys put any stock in that the last time the Heat swept the postseason round was with LeBron in 2014 against the Charlotte Bobcats? The
2: Bobcats! The Hornets weren't even a thing again. It was the Bobcats. Wow. Yeah, was that with
3: McBob? With the elbow from yeah. McBob? Yeah,
4: that was that was that series. Yeah, yeah. Good, good time. time. Classic.
3: Classic. And then Miami is like, hey, we, we should pair him with LeBron. I love that.
2: Good idea, Pat. Listen, we all ha- Listen, I have bad takes. We all have bad takes. Pat had a bad take. It happens.
3: Can't okay. Can't win them all. I mean, I was, I was excited about that. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. That guy.
2: I like, listen, I was a McBob's Man. apologist even up until they traded him. I still think the McBob's Bosch tandem could have worked.
1: It's not his fault that his body just like
2: stopped. It's his fault that he refused to shoot. No, it's totally his, it's his fault that he just The
1: pump shaking was, <laughs> yes, but that's in the past. Now we're in 2020 and the heat are awesome. And we're not thinking about that.
2: Kelly Olinick is what Kelly Olenek is what we wanted McBob's
3: to be. Oh, yeah, for sure. Guys, guys, I I like, you know, I know we're sort of like wrapping up here and stuff, but like, has there been any mention of another team having been swept in the playoffs?
2: It's another team. Oh, you mean the Sixers?
3: Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, the process, baby. What happened? Shit. What happened? They lost to the other team that hoards assets. (laughs)
1: It's a shame because I really wanted to play that. I don't hate the Pacers. I think the TJ Warren beef, like we said, is like kind of whatever. I wanted the Pacers in the first round. And I said that constantly because I think they also would have gotten swept. Like they just were not a good team. And like, they're not really built for the playoffs. And I think the heat would have just wiped the floor with them. I think Butler would have just talked shit for four straight games and destroyed them for four straight games.
2: It's kind of what happened here. (laughs)
1: Pacers or Sixers?
4: I think he said Pacers, but I
2: thought he. You- no, he he. Jack means Sixers.
4: Okay.
2: I wanted the Sixers. Whatever. I mean, I did too. I mean, I, I it would have been fun to just completely destroy their season. And it sucks. I mean, maybe they'll get a shot next year with Ben healthy and everything. I mean, Brett well, Brown's yeah. fired. Yeah, Brett Brown's fired. That's. Yeah. I mean, that stuff Christian was tweeting today. I mean, if you, if you go to I can be your Heroes Twitter account. Uh, has some scathing from, uh, from a reputable source in the Philly uh, organization. But, but how about you read a couple as we slander the Sixers?
4: Give me a second. I can find it. But uh, I do remember that one tweet he was talking about how the coaching staff wanted no part of Al Horford. That was That's funny. And within two, I think within two weeks, they found out that he sucked. It wasn't a fit.
1: He doesn't I mean, suck. He just doesn't fit with the team. It
2: was bad. Like it was just, it was just not, it was just not a happy marriage. It was not a good fit. I mean, it
1: was, yeah. it's pretty. I think he has value elsewhere though. Like I, I, Al Horford's been a great player for a long time. Like I don't expect him to stop being a good player when he's not on the floor with Embiid. He's pretty good. Yeah. It's just when you can't play on the floor with the best player on your team, you're not going to find much success on
2: that team it's always so gonna be
4: change his profile picture and it's glorious
2: yeah to uh he christian was at uh he was a virtual fan today christian loves being a virtual fan he's been he's, he he's brought been brought
4: the broom it's great it's killing um, him. um so here's what uh what christian tweeted this morning from what i was told the front office and coaching staff didn't agree on much going into last off season but the one thing they did agree on is not wanting jimmy butler back
2: that's according
4: scary. to christian and his source The coaching staff wanted to do the same Jimmy to Miami trade, which brought back Josh Richardson. They wanted to re-sign JJ Reddick, and they did not want to max Tobias Harris, and instead use that money to go after Kemba Walker or Marcus Morris. Instead, the front office did exactly what they wanted to do, which was max
3: Tobias. That's why the process will never work, because they don't want Jimmy Butler, but they want brands.
1: Eat four, fuck the bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck oh, the b- right. bucks and six. Yeah, boy. My goal for this series is that Bam Adebayo makes Giannis cry once. What?
2: Oh, he has to come here. It could
1: be Butler and Bam, but just I just want the collective frustration to make to him make crumble Giannis like cry. the Greek economy.
2: Did someone say playoffs, NBA and NHL are playing for gold and our partners bet online? Have you covered? Get in on all the action, including a new NBA bracket contest with plenty of chances to win. MLB season is pushing into fall and there's no shortage of ways to bet with hundreds of odds, futures, and props. So take advantage of the return of sports. And remember, the casino never closes. Check it out all day, all night. Go to betonline.ag and use promo code BlueWire to receive your welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag promo code BlueWire. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts.